What an incredibly beautiful day. I don't know about you, but I loved the 50 degree temperature this morning. It was so nice for sleeping and to wake up and have these cool temperatures. So if we could just keep this day and repeat it throughout the summer, I would be very happy man. Well, today we celebrate this beautiful feast, the solemnity of the most holy body and blood of Christ. We focus on the Eucharist, this central teaching and central part of our faith. And as we gather this morning here to worship, I want us to be mindful of our dear pastor, Father Stephen, and our brothers and sisters who are uh, right now in Uganda doing their mission work and just uh, hold them very close to our hearts and ask God just to watch over and protect them and bring them home safely. Let's take a minute now and just call on the Holy Spirit as we begin this reflection. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in them the fire of your love. One more time. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in them the fire of your love. We are living in a time of great confusion. We're living in a time of contradiction and adversity. We're living in a time when our Catholic faith is under attack in ways that it has never been before. And I don't know about you, but for me, it's very easy to get confused by all the things that are happening out here in the world. And it's easy to get distracted by the noise that we hear. And it's easy to get discouraged. And so praise God this morning, we have this beautiful feast to celebrate. And we're reminded in the words that we hear today that we are one body in Christ. We are one body in Christ. We are joined with all the Christians all around the world who are celebrating this day. And the Eucharist that we receive in this Mass is the source of our strength. And so today is another opportunity for us just to remember that and take that into our hearts. Have you ever noticed that things aren't always as they seem? I want to reflect back a few weeks to one of our readings from the Easter season. It's a story of the road to Emmaus. We all know this story pretty well, I think. These two gentlemen are walking along, having this very lively conversation, and they're walking away from Jerusalem toward this town of Emmaus. And they're talking about all the things that have happened, and there's a little bit of confusion about exactly what happened, and the tomb was empty, and there's a lot of kind of discussion about all these things. And as they're walking along and they're talking, Jesus joins them. And of course, they don't realize it's Jesus who they're talking to. And he said, what are you, what are you talking about as you're walking along? And they start to tell him, you know, we're talking about all these things that have happened and didn't you know? And, and Jesus uh, starts to reveal the scriptures to them. He goes back through the Old Testament prophets and he's talking about all the scriptures that pointed to him and what was going to happen. And Jesus says these words to them. 
How slow of heart you are to believe. How slow of heart you are to believe all these things. And as I was reflecting on those words, they pointed back to me. How slow sometimes I feel like I am to believe all the words that Jesus said. Because they weren't just words for people 2,000 years ago. They're words for us today. Every word that Jesus spoke is truth. And we can take that truth today and apply it to our lives, and we certainly should. And so they're walking along with Jesus. Still don't know it's him. And they get to this place where they're going to have a meal. And they invite him to sit down and stay with them. And he sits down and he says the blessing and he breaks the bread. In that Eucharistic moment, they realize who it is that they've been walking along with. Who it is that they've been talking with. Things were not as they seemed. They were walking along with Jesus Christ and having this beautiful conversation and they talk about their hearts were burning as he spoke to them. And the bread that he broke was no ordinary bread. It was a Eucharistic meal. Things are not always as they seem. I have a story I want to share with you this morning, and I always have to credit my wife for these stories because she finds the greatest videos that um, really are helpful. And this is a video about the God Body Gym. And it's in Tennessee, and I'm going I'm to explain about it here in just a moment. But the question I want to throw out for you, for your consideration, is can a cup of instant coffee change someone's life? Hang on to that thought for just a minute. So we are in Nashville, Tennessee, and this gentleman named Roderick opened this business called the God Body Gym. And he's a man of deep faith, and he helps people to exercise and to work out and to develop their bodies and be healthy. And so one morning, Roderick goes out, before he opens his business, goes out back behind his business where there are some abandoned cars. And he finds this gentleman sleeping in one of the cars. And he knocks on the window and he says, hey, get out of here. You don't belong here. And so this guy gets up and leaves. Now, this gentleman who was sleeping in the car is Brian, just so you can keep track of the story. And so for the next several days, this pattern is repeated. Roderick goes out. He looks in the car. There's Brian sleeping. He wakes him up, tells him to get out of there. Well, after a few days of this, Roderick is thinking, I need to try something different here. So he goes inside, and he makes a cup of instant coffee. And he brings that cup of coffee out and he gives it to Brian. And they sit down and they have a conversation. And Roderick finds out through this conversation that Brian has had a pretty tough time in life. He's dealing with addiction. He's dealing with homelessness. He doesn't have a job. He's had a pretty tough life. And so they start to talk about this and Roderick starts to help Brian. 
He helps him get an ID. He helps him find a job. And bit by bit, Brian's self-esteem is coming up more and more. He gives him a place to sleep on his couch in his place. Roderick is showing the mercy of God to Brian. Brian screws up 10 times a day. He's stealing from Roderick. He's doing all these kinds of things. And Roderick keeps saying, that's it. I am done with you. You're out of here. I'm done. But he never follows through with that. He continues to show mercy to Brian, and he gives him another chance. And isn't that just like how God deals with us? How many times do we fall and stumble, and he takes us back again and again and again? So this man named Brian met Jesus at the God Body Gym, of all places. And he was held by the love of Christ, and it changed his life. Things are not always as they seem. A wafer of bread and a cup of wine at the hands of the priest and by the power of the Holy Spirit becomes the body and blood of Christ. What seemed to be just bread and wine continues to look like bread and wine is actually something so much more. The body and blood, soul and divinity of Christ that bread and wine is food for our bodies. But the body of Christ is the food we need for our souls. Jesus said in our gospel today, I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh for the life of the world. The bread that I will give is my flesh for the life of the world. I don't know about you, but I'm going to hold that in my heart all week this week. My flesh for the life of the world. My brothers and sisters, Jesus Christ is here with us this morning. He's present in that tabernacle, in the consecrated Eucharist. He's present in the hands of the priest. He's present in the hearts of everyone who's here this morning. What we receive in this Mass is unlike anything else in the world. It transforms us. It changes us. Things are not always as they seem. Two men are walking along on the road to Emmaus. And they sit down and their dining room table becomes an altar. And the bread becomes a Eucharistic meal. The gesture by one brother 
in Christ to another of a cup of instant coffee saved a man's life, transformed him, and built a relationship. A prayer of blessing prayed over the bread and wine, as we will witness this morning, has the power to transform a fallen world. We must believe that. In just a little bit at the end of this Mass, we are going to have a Eucharistic procession in honor of this feast today. And the Blessed Sacrament is going to process all around the church. Jesus is going to come by every single person here. And I want to ask you to look into your heart. And as Jesus passes by you, what is it that you want to give him today? For some of us, it's to give thanks for the blessings that we've received, to thank him. For some of us, it's to bring a problem or a worry or a struggle that we're dealing with. Whatever it is, I just invite you to hold that in your heart. And as Jesus passes by, just to make that your prayer this morning. My brothers and sisters, Jesus Christ is here, present with us now, and we need not fear. Amen.